Hi, my name is Steven. Hi, I'm April. This is the Three Pi Squared ABA Business Leaders Podcast, where we discuss topics on how to create and grow an ethical and sustainable ABA practice. Together, Stephen and I owned a seven-figure ABA practice that provided both clinic and in-home services. 3Pi Squared has helped over 900 ABA practices start up and expand with our comprehensive products and services geared specifically to ABA. Now, let's get to the podcast. Hello, everyone listening or watching. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing marketing and how to market your practice, get referrals uh, without using Facebook or Google Ads. Um, now, you can use Facebook and Google Ads, but what we found was we, we tried Facebook and Google Ads and we were just felt like we were throwing money away. So this we found very effective. I, I've helped companies use this method. And um, if you use it, you shouldn't have any problem getting clients and uh, you should really have set yourself up where you're constantly getting referrals. You're not relying on insurance companies. You're not relying on Facebook and uh, uh, Google ads and, and learning that method. Now, in our ABA Business Leaders membership, we have both. So we have an extended version of this marketing strategy. Uh, and then we also have our Facebook and Google marketing strategy as well. If you Again, like I said, if you do Facebook, uh, and Google Ads, that's great, fine. Uh, but you really need to understand, like, what is it doing for you? So are you just getting a whole bunch of clicks on it or likes on it, but you're not really getting any clients from it? Uh, you really want to, you know, use multiple ads on these and see which one is work performing better and spending a little bit of money on it. But there's lots on Facebook and Google Ads. We're not getting into that today. Uh, but those are those just some of the key things you should think of if you're going to use Facebook and Google in any way, because if you're not doing that, then you're just again, you're just wasting your money and I don't want you to waste your money. All right, let's get into it. So marketing and branding, like I said, the first step of this is just how can you do this without spending a ton of money? So, April, I don't know if you want to discuss the ethics. Yeah, I mean, I highly recommend going into the uh, the ethics code, looking at the ethics code. Um, the, mo the update from January 1st, 2022, it's section five, responsibility and public statements. I'm not going to read this, but it's 5.02, 06, 07, and 08. It's just talking about soliciting, um, testimonials, confidentiality, so you just really need to make sure if you haven't already and if you're not already like familiar with these pieces and the BACB ethics code that you take a look at that and um, read it and understand it. Reach out to an attorney if you feel that's necessary. Um, but it's really all about the ethics of protecting the confidentiality of the client and being ethical in how you're advertising for your your business like they don't want you to do um, testimonials. Um, I shouldn't really say they don't want you to do, but like that's just part of the code mm. is to not use uh, testimonials because it could be could be more persuasive and mm. not really based on the evidence based practices and, and data and things like that. So um, if anyone has any further questions about that, definitely reach out to the board. 
but that is, you know, we felt like due diligence is to make sure that, um, that that is something that you look into first before you start to advertise and market mm -hmm. your business. And so ways to ethically, uh, ethically market your practice. So again, comply with the board's, uh, requirements on client testimonials. We do highly recommend on your website, social media, whatever, um, that you're using stock photos, um, and, and, you know, on splash.com, super great site to use free. Uh, but there are lots like I'm, I, uh, started using Adobe stock photo. Uh, I, it's a monthly fee. Um, I can't remember what it is, but they just got tons of pictures. And, uh, so that, that one's also really, really good. Um, and then I'm going to show you what we did, uh, with my wife, with April's practice, um, as far as, okay, fine. We're not going to take testimonials, uh, but how can we show that we have you know, uh, good reviews without getting testimonials. And what we have done is you can purchase this, um, on our website. It's our automate automated, um, survey builder. Uh, and we, we've given you templates for both employee and a client that you can use to get anonymous, uh, satisfaction. Um, but using that satisfaction survey that you already have to take anyway, uh, if you're working with private funders or Medicaid, you are obligated to or required to get your client satisfaction. Um, now, some funders require you do it once a year. Some require you do it every six months. So you need to know and understand what your funder requires of you. But you do need to get satisfaction uh, data anyway. So you might as well use it. Um, and, you know, it's really important because many people go into this thinking, okay, I'm credentialed now. So Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, Cigna, Kaiser, they're just gonna call me and say, hey, I got 25 clients, I'm just waiting here for you, right? And that's not going to happen. Uh, there are some that may call you, and and but this is going to be few and far between. It's not gonna be very often. So you, you do really have to set up your own referral process. And that's what we're gonna show you here. So this is what we did with our automated survey builder with, with, my, um, with April's practice. So this was on our website, right? So we had our satisfaction with services and then we showed, okay, how satisfied are you with direct, uh, uh, direct uh, therapy? Right, so we pulled all of our mm -hmm. you know, parents of our clients and yep. then took the data and turned it into this and yep. put it on the website. And so we use this as, you know, our referral system, you know, getting referrals. We use this f to show people, okay, this is how satisfied our customers are with our, uh, with our services. One thing that I get pushback on for satisfaction surveys um, a lot is, well, look, I have it, I sent it out, no one ever fills it out. And when they do fill it out, it's only because they're upset. <laughs> so they're giving me bad reviews of my satisfaction survey. I, I completely understand that. So what we did, because we were in the same process, right? We would send it out. We would even like throw like, hey, if you fill out our satisfaction survey, we'll do, you know, X, Y, Z. And no one would ever fill it out. So. Um, what we did is we gave it to our supervisors and, and then at a parent training, 
they would just hand them the iPad or the computer and say, can you please fill out this automated satisfaction survey, anonymous, yeah, yeah, this anonymous satisfaction survey, and then we can start our parent training. Cal Medical Billing is comprised of experienced medical billers and coders who specialize in ABA billing. Founded by a team of professionals who have worked as staff billers for multiple agencies, CalMed strives to provide a level of service and communication that feels like your own in-house team, without the cost and worries that come with having employees. They offer billing and credentialing services with no term contracts and have served ABA clients across multiple states for nearly a decade. Call 213-277-7999 or visit their website at www.calmedbilling.org to set up a free consultation. And we went from probably high, high, high teens to like 98%, right? It was very rare that someone would just flat out at that point refuse to do it. So, you know, we we really, that that really changed things, right? And so we would just get our supervisors, um, like the, the notification would be, uh reassessment right so at that point you know we're already doing all that we're getting their insurance information again we're reus we're doing the treatment plan all of this stuff is being done anyway so this is a great time to just okay when you do all of this you also have to get their satisfaction um and that can it just makes it easier because because they're doing all this then anyway um so there, you may even plan it around the review of the treatment plan so hey can you do this and then we'll go through your treatment plan um so but we we found that or very after going through the treatment plan mm -hmm. doesn't matter just having it on some kind of uh routine um helps and and like if it's the same for everybody like if it's at if it's just at time for reauthorization reassessment or um because if you start to get we tried to do like quarterly um it got it got really messy um just because we you know depending on what clients we had um you know we're like oh if we just got a client in at the very end of this quarter and we're doing are we gonna are we gonna give this is it fair right. to give them this do we wait to the next quarter and then sometimes that next quarter would get skipped because they weren't on the list of you know so it got really messy so that's why we just decided for for the survey piece um, let's just do it at the reassessment when we're already filling out paperwork and it won't be yeah. that big of, a deal. big of a deal. Yeah. But however you want to do it, uh, we did find, like I said, this was much more effective than just emailing them the link and saying, Hey, can you please fill this out? So bringing it with your supervisor so it can be filled out during a parent training mm -hmm. or a group meeting, mm -hmm. a very effective way to get that back. And, and like I said, you have to do this anyway because of the funders. And this also, then the other real important reason why you wanna do this um, is rate negotiation. So you wanna put this in your rate negotiation letter, look at our satisfaction. We are awesome and amazing. Um, so it's not just about marketing your company, but it's also going to be about those uh, rate negotiation. This can be a very helpful tool when you're doing that. So when we're marketing, I'm just going to, we like I said, we, we go over this uh, in a lot more detail in ABA Business Leaders Membership. But when you're starting um, the marketing uh, of your company, you want to know, like, what is your history? What makes you you, right? 
and then you really want to have your mission statement, your vision, your values already done. And so this is what you're going to market, right? Your passion, your authenticity, uh, your, your company. Uh, and then what are your goals? What makes your practice unique from others? And why should someone choose your, so like if you're talking to a parent, why should they choose your company over somebody else's? And then a lot of people get stuck here, uh, but like this is, again, you're going to, you can really kill two birds with one stone here because you're going to take basically the same information and you're going to put it on your rate negotiation letter. So you really wanna spend some time on this. Um, and it's really important to have a mission statement, to have your core values, and to understand what your vision is anyway, right? And we've talked about this too many times already, but it is really important and it's going to come out uh, anyway, right? And, and so we want to understand what it is and have it written down so that we can have a really good strategy on marketing. You wanna add anything to that? No, I mean, you're covering this all so thoroughly. There's really not much else okay. to say. And then the next step. So this is really where when I'm helping a small practice um, and they're telling me, okay, I have $1,000 to spend on marketing a month. Where should I spend it? I say, don't spend $1,000 on marketing a month. Uh, that's way too much. Uh, but that, again, is my opinion. Hey, if you want to do Facebook ads, you go to it. Uh, but I will tell you, in my experience, getting into your local chamber of commerce is way more beneficial than spending that kind of money on Facebook ads. So local chamber of commerce probably costs $100 a year, maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. And then what they'll have in the chamber is they'll have like these group meetings and so they have group meetings on education, they have group meetings on healthcare, they have group meetings on therapy. So all uh, child um, like uh, daycares and, and child uh, childcare. Uh, so you're gonna wanna get into those groups and then you're going to meet the professionals that you want to get referrals from in that group. Um, and so you can share your business, you'll share your passion and your knowledge in these groups. And then these professionals will see you, get to know you, and they're going to refer uh, clients to you. Um, the other thing about this is that I know, like, you know, one of our recommendations is going to speech OTPT, right? And we get into that too here. Um, but what this can do is, because a lot of times it can be very difficult. Okay, you go to the family doctor's office or you go to the developmental pediatrician's office, Okay, I don't, I don't, they, they don't care, right? You drop off your pamphlets or your business cards and, and they don't have time to meet you. Uh, they're not interested in meeting you right now. Um, they don't know you from the man in the moon, right? So the chamber can help facilitate these, these conversations through these meetings. At Element RCM, our vision is a childhood for every child. And our mission is to strengthen all who improve the lives of children. How do we do that? Through our billing and insurance expertise that we've gained with our founding team's 20 plus years of expertise in the ABA field. We have a singular value proposition to improve your cash collection rate and velocity. We understand you because we've lived it. 
it's hard to battle with insurance companies. At Element, we work with all size providers from single BCBA startups to multi-state large organizations. What's our advantage? We're a billing and insurance company built by ABA owners for ABA owners. Make more money, gain more time, worry less. We help you with your core ABA business so you can do what you love. Find us online at www.elementrcm.ai. The other thing that Chamber can do is that if one, if you know, if one of these groups doesn't exist, they can help you create that group. Or if they know someone, that, I should say, if someone that you want to get in contact with, a developmental pediatrician, a, a developmental psychologist, or someone like this is not in the group, I'm pretty positive that they're going to know somebody who knows somebody who knows that person. And so you can start that process, right? So I do highly recommend Chamber of Commerce. Uh, another thing that the Chamber helped us with was we got a, uh, a good... We got a very nice grant from them, not from them, but through them. Um, they knew of a grant, um, and so we got a, a marketing grant from them. So not only were we in these groups, and it was very helpful, uh, but they also got us you know, uh, quite a bit of money to market our company at one point. So the other thing that I highly recommend is starting a YouTube channel. You know, you can go on Amazon, like we have this microphone, I think it was like 150 bucks. Um, and then the camera we use was probably $200. Um, and then, you know, we're just using our computer. Um, and so this setup wasn't very costly at all. Um, and what, and then you're gonna start your like passion project. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, do you, <laughs> I don't, I don't enjoy this, but some people enjoy potty training, right? Uh, so, um, you know, what is your passion project in ABA? And then also making sure that that passion project is, that is going to reach out to your preferred demographic. So are you working with adults? Are you working with teenagers? Are you working with, you know, two and four year olds? So it's really important to understand who you're wanting to reach. So are you wanting to reach the parents of two-year-olds? Are you wanting to reach adults? So it's really important to understand that and then build your passion project around that. So these can be five-minute videos. These can be 10-minute videos. They don't have to be super long. Uh, but then what you're going to do is when we get to the next page, we'll, where you're going to share that. But then when people watch these videos, they're going to see the passion, the authenticity, um, and your genuine um, want to help people. And then they're going to say, okay, I, I need to see this expert, right? Like so they're going to get to know you. I, I don't know how many times since we've started doing these lives and our podcast, like people now reach out and say, hey, Steven, I heard you on the podcast like I'll get some people um, that they're like, I, I feel like I know you, right? So like from listening to all of your podcasts, so th they're going to start forming a relationship around, uh, you know, seeing you on the screen and hearing your voice. And they're going to take that, take your opinion very seriously. So uh, I, I highly recommend using this. Uh, it can be very helpful. Um, you know, if you had to make a choice between should I do blog posts or Facebook posts or a YouTube video every week, YouTube video 
five minutes, you know, again, around something in ABA. Um, and then you can start building up your library. You have anything to? Yeah, I mean, you're you're like knocking this out of the park. Right, I mean, you, you, it's like you've done marketing a few times or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I and we we have you know like I said we've coached people through this and it does work. I promise you, it does work. Uh, so then, what are the next steps? Is then you're taking your business cards, you're taking your brochures, you're taking your YouTube channel. And then you're networking you again you're going to network with the chamber of commerce groups but then you're also going to network with your local speech ot pt psychologists pediatricians daycares private schools that's where you want to go um and then the other thing that we do a little bit differently or what our recommendation is is you're not going there and saying okay i need referrals give me your referrals i work with kids the, these are the age range just you know, tell the parents to call me whenever you, uh, whenever they ask about ABA. Um, no, that's not the the best method, I guess I would say, um, because most people are doing this. Um, so you ask them how you can help. So how can you help their clients, their staff, offer free parent training, uh, staff training, support and guidance for these. Um, so going to speech and saying, hey, can I do like a, a parent training night um, thing or going to a daycare and saying, hey, is is there any opportunity to teach your staff about ABA and autism and, and how to help their, the children that go to your daycare uh, a little bit? Um, you know, these things are going to be very helpful to them they're going to remember you and then you know if someone you know parent comes up to them and says hey i'm, I'm looking for aba therapy do you know of anybody then they're going to refer to you um they're they're not going to refer to someone that just came in and said hey here's my business card but whenever you hear from somebody that needs aba just call me uh that that's they're not going to send the referral to them they're going to send it to you um and then uh, when they need to refer a child, you will be first on the list. There's not enough people doing this. So <laughs> so I highly recommend doing it, helping your community. This is what you want to do anyway, I assume, right? You're wanting to help kids. You're wanting to um, make this world a better place. And so this is a great opportunity to do that. Um, and then obviously the last thing, and it's, it's not really the last thing, but if you're providing high quality ethical services, uh, the clients will come and, and it will, everything will come together quickly. I know like with our, our practice, our April's practice, we had several clients over the years, just like they, they would always refer, like they would be in small parent ABA groups in, on Facebook in our area. And they would be constantly saying, oh, you got to go to Corner Piece. You got to go talk to April, right? Like, I think there was one of our families that probably referred 15, uh, 15 uh, uh, parents to us. So like um, if you provide high quality ethical services, you will get referrals from your parents as well. So that that's really the starting steps of um, marketing. And uh, like I said, we we've coached people through this. We've done it ourselves um, and it's been very effective. I think we've spent maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars on Facebook ads in ten years, um, and we always had a wait list. Um, and you know, like I said, the Facebook ads—I don't know—they gave us some likes, 
certainly there were some impressions on them uh whatever whatever impressions mean but i i just feel like it didn't really result in any in getting any intakes a client intakes uh i didn't see it and so maybe had we done it more consistently over time maybe it would have been a benefit uh but i we found this was way more effective um and it was just naturally something that we felt more comfortable with anyway Clients who partner with Erica's billing services maximize their reimbursements while increasing overall profitability. Our team of experts is experienced in all areas of ABA billing and can help your office whether you're an existing practice or a new startup. We bill claims to the insurance company for services of ABA, speech therapy, and occupational therapy. We submit authorization for initial assessments, ongoing treatment, and routine visits. We like to help ease this burden on providers by offering benefit checks. We call to follow up on claims that are not paid, denied, or stuck in processing after 30 days to make sure these claims are worked until they are paid. We provide account receivable reports to help show providers exactly where their financials and claims stand each month. Find out more at ericasbillingservices.com. Well, I think too, like personally, I was a little bit wary of using social media too much because that was the question I was going to ask you because it was a question that we get asked a lot looking back at like um, testimonials and things like that. So like having your comments on and accepting like reviews and things like that on social media can be like a really like slippery slope of um, who's commenting where they're saying in the sense of like, HIPAA and like confidentiality and you know it's like the the BACB ethical guidelines don't directly say any of that but there is definitely you have to be careful and so um you know we had our comments turned off on a lot of our things and I I do feel that like with the algorithms and the Facebook uh, marketing and things like that if you're not getting the like the participation from the people, the followers on social media, then it's really not going to go too far. So that kind of threw like a challenge, a barrier with using using social media yeah, to market. No, it totally does. I'm yeah. sure there maybe there's a way to do it that, that I don't that I don't know of that people have been have been successful with it. But definitely all the strategies that Stephen just discussed today were for sure community building and really because I mean you're in that helping profession, right? And you're in a small or not necessarily a small community, but you're in a community, mm-hmm. whether even if you have multiple sites, you sure. would do this in each site sure. location. I mean, you're not it's not like you're going to be going 100 miles, probably right. Mm-hmm. Like you're probably if you are in a city, you might be going 15 miles radius. So it is it is really a community, right, mm-hmm. regardless of the size of, of the city that you find yourself in. So, yeah, it, it's really reaching out to those uh, that are are also in a helping field, and and asking how you can help, um, and they they will take that with much more meaning and and you know again it's like the result of it is that you will get more referrals, but like the intention behind it is to help, uh, which is what you're wanting to do anyway. Uh, so why not do it? Uh, and this is really that first step: is how can you reach out to the community and help, and then. Um, and then when when you're doing that, you will just reap the benefits of that, which is helping more. 
This is our super secret sauce. <laughs> you now know it. It worked very well for us. And like I said, when my customers are using these methods, they don't use Facebook and Google ads. They do this. And, and then once it's in place, a lot of it just takes care of itself. So you don't have to be constantly doing parent trainings. You don't have to constantly be um, reaching out to these people again and again and again, right? You're just doing this on a consistent basis. Um, well, and and too, when you're first starting, I recommend like you were talking about your passion project for like a YouTube, like mm -hmm. for YouTube videos. But even if you just have one good speaking presentation, um, I don't know whether it be on like, maybe you do something this one I did because I was in early intervention. So there was one that I did on kind of manding. I, I didn't come in and talk technical. I didn't use technical terms um, because I wasn't speaking to an ABA audi audience. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like in those early learners uh, and those um, younger kids who were just on the cusp of developing language we that's what we looked into yes well that this video will be um available yeah after mm -hmm. this yeah so once we end the live it'll it'll be available yeah. for you so so that was something i did is i i and i enjoyed communicate or you know communication mm -hmm. and so like it was essentially like a manding presentation but really not like i said i didn't use technical jargon and it was really just how to you know get some early communication when playing with your child um kind of thing. And so I went to um, a speech PTOT firm that they all worked together and they were one of the popular ones in our town. And so then I um, did a parent, like they had some parent like some meetings or support groups and they offered resources. And so mm -hmm. I did that talk. Actually, I did it a couple of the same talk a couple of times in that same um, place a few months apart had different um they had said that different parents showed up along the way it wasn't the same crowd over and over but yeah so just even preparing one speaking point one you know one presentation mm -hmm. even in the beginning is enough because i know you already have so much on your right, plate right. and so um even just starting with one and you can recycle it and you can use it over and over for a while especially if it's like your your thing that you're passionate right, about right. and you really probably going to be easy, easy to do to, yes. to put together like yeah. a simple you know there again you want to keep it simple you you want to keep jargon out of it you yep. want it to come across with a tone of how can i help let me give mm -hmm. you a tip mm -hmm. um and then you know for more information you can you know reach out to us so yeah that definitely did work well Yes. And then the other place that you went to was that the, the private, um, well, what is it? Preschool. Right? Yeah, there were several, there were several preschools that we had, we were providing services to a student in the preschool, like privately, like the parents were, you know, the, but the preschool allowed us in, mm -hmm. but through our, you know, our professionalism and ethical work and how, you know, them seeing progress with the kid and how we carried ourselves and all of that stuff as a team within the school, then, you know, the, the director or principal or whomever would reach out to us and say, Hey, we have this other kid and we have this other kid and this mom had this question. Right. And so of course we would say, well, we can't really, you know, provide, you know, information or help you with this other child, especially without their, the parents approval and all of that. But here's what we could do. Right. You know, we could have an informational night. We could, you know, speak on a certain topic to your staff or speak on a certain topic to your, you know, parent group or whatever. So I did that 
quite a few times. Um, and um, probably one of the most recent things I did was um, participate. It happened right about the time of COVID, but there was a parent support group and it, um, at a school, a uh, local school in our area. And it wasn't just for the autism community. Um, it was just for parents in general. But then we ended up getting a call from a parent who their friend's child went to the school and they went to this talk and said, hey, we heard about them. Weren't you looking for ABA? So it really is just about um, being part of that that community. community. Yeah. Did yeah. we have another question come up? Uh, great. We have a question here. What level revenue have you had from your YouTube videos? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I haven't. No, I no revenue from it. Like this is like hundreds of views, maybe. So it's not. It's not gonna be a super lot. Yeah, I think with a with a YouTube. I mean, I'm sure you could. Like, if I mean, you were... if if yeah, we weren't doing something niche where we were looking for views at, um, like a like in a 13 or 15 mile radius, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then sure, but that's not really what the goal is here. The goal is to have this so that you can show it to families. You can show it to speech and OTPT. Yeah, um, and just get the word out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that you know that's something that you you could you find could a way it. to do that sure. um and to make that be another money Revenue maker strength, really yeah. got to come in but um that's really for this purpose that's not how we used it so, yeah yeah love to see everyone here and we love to share what what we Works know what us. we've learned yeah. what worked for us so all right if everyone has a wonderful day and i guess um the fourth is coming up soon, so yeah, maybe some fourth. vacation holiday time coming up for everyone. So um, be safe and enjoy that time. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully it was helpful. If you would like to gain access to this entire video and actually our entire library of videos, please join our ABA Business Leaders membership. You can find that at www.3piesquare.com.